Hello, my name is Mark and welcome to Mark, my words. So here we go. Um, episode one, inaugural, first. Why? Well, why not? It's a growing medium. Uh, I've got time. You've obviously got too much time. So time. Um, a bit about me. I'm six foot and two. I am sitting down comfortably. Not too comfortably. And I am here to talk to you. I am happily married with 300 children um, all over the world. Uh, so yeah, I'm here mainly to talk to you about stuff. Um, the main sort of project, reason that I'm here, is I've written a children's book, which isn't available in any shops, only via this medium. So it's kind of a tester, taster, toaster. And um, it's my way to get something out there, really. So thank you for downloading this. And you're going to have a jolly good time enjoying my children's book. Um, if when I'm finished, any publishers will definitely want to get in touch. And I understand that. Uh, you can by all means drop me an email, follow me on Twitter, stand outside my house, whatever you want. Um, so with no further ado, I would like adieu. I'd like to crack into it. Um, I started writing this whew, literally hours ago, and it's got no title at the minute. Um, but if you've got an idea of a title, let me know. Maybe I'll use it. You won't get anything, but maybe I'll use it. Um, it's, yeah, it's a children's book for kids. I think five to seven. Um, but you can judge once you've heard it. So let's crack straight in. This is um, the first chapter of As Yet Untitled Book by Mark. Johnny, Johnny cried mother from another room. Why is there an effing bird of paradise flying around the house? Well, that was just Johnny in a nutshell. His nutshell was quite big, like a Brazil nut, I think. He had broken out of his window late at night, broken into the ornithological safekeeping that every council office has but won't talk about, and stole a bird of paradise. Classic school pranks. Johnny lived at home with his parents, his mum and dad looking after him and feeding him after playing football with his chums. It was Johnny's birthday tomorrow, 62. He couldn't believe how the years had flown by. He asked for a Power Rangers cake, but his mum thought it might be difficult due to acute arthritis and the general shakes. But Johnny went on and 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 on about it. She gave in and he was a proud recipient of a Puarungas cake. Well, Johnny had a word to say about this. This is unacceptable, screamed Johnny, spittle landing in his elderly mother's mouth 
Even Michael J. Fox could do a better job, and he is more shaky than you. She didn't understand the reference, but presumed whoever it was had MS, thanks to Johnny's excellent visual impression. Johnny's mind angrily thought of more animals he could let loose in the house. He could run his mother a bath, unscrew the supports she used to get in and out, and leave a rattlesnake mid-float. He could hide a baboon in her car, or place a black widow spider in her underwear drawers. That feeling of anger quickly left, as he had seen the present on the dining room table. Cowabunga! screamed Johnny hysterically. This present had better be mega awesome. Don't have a cow, mum. He likes the Simpsons. Opening the present as ferociously as an explorer, avoiding a wild jaguar, his hopefulness quickly descended to depression. Do you like it, Johnny? asked his frail and cash-poor mother. Well, clearly not. He'd been asking for months for that blue beanie baby that he thought still might be a good investment. With dementia now setting in quite nicely, his mother hadn't really understood and had painstakingly sewn together over 600 baked beans into the body of a baby. Is this some kind of doll? said Johnny, not using the catchphrase correctly. I tried my best, said his mother in a lot of pain. Well, no medication for you tonight as punishment, hissed Johnny. How the kids would laugh at him at school due to his hijinks. Johnny was a supply teacher at his local school. The one thing he hated more than shoddily made cakes and gross misunderstandings was kids. One particular boy, Raj, was his least favourite. Not because of his race, I think, but mainly because he's a nuisance. Sir, that's not how you spell flannel, said Raj. It only has one L. I don't care, said Johnny, not racistly. But it's wrong. It's not your language, Raj, said Johnny, a bit racistly this time. But that was just Johnny's way, and no one could stop him. Not even HR, though they asked. Johnny, I've made you dinner for tonight, so set the table, said his mother caringly. Mother, I told you over four months ago I wouldn't be having dinner tonight. Your mind really is a sieve, isn't it? Only keeping speckles of flour. I have to go to parents' evening tonight and I'll take some food with me. Mum's eh? mused Johnny. He ran up to his room as quickly as possible, tripping over a few stairs and swearing in the process, and slammed his door shut. His Buffy the Vampire Slayer posters shook and Beanie Babies wobbled. He flicked hurriedly through his wardrobe to find his best tie. Six novelty Christmas ties later, there it was. It was sort of red with only one stain on it. Perfect. Johnny had scored himself an interview for a full-time position at his school. He was technically attending the parents' evening, but his alternative motive was the interview. He arrived back at school 6pm sharp and chained up his BMX in the special bike place hung his helmet over the handlebars like the rebel he thought he was. He was the only one with a limited edition Biker Mice from Mars helmet. Jealous? You bet you are. The headmaster and HR lady greeted Johnny as he walked in. 
His tummy rumbled, so it's lucky that he put some buttered saurine in his pockets for when the moment struck. Hi, Johnny. Hello, sirs, said Johnny, smiling a bit too much. How did you get here? they asked. My bike, said Johnny, just a bit too loudly, unable to audibly control his voice. Okay, that's fine, said the HR lady, no name. She ushered some papers towards Johnny. Johnny quickly glanced at the papers. Everything looks fine here, said Johnny smugly. You didn't read it, the headmaster said, confused. I don't need to read this. I know what it is, and I accept your offer. Offer? You realise you're here on a strictly HR matter regarding your dealings with a pupil? The HR lady looked sternly at Johnny, as if to say, start understanding this quicker. Have you been smoking a cocaine or something? blurted Johnny, dribbling saurine from his mouth. This is exactly what we're talking about, said the headmaster. You can't make these sort of inappropriate comments in a school environment. This is because of Raj, isn't it? That little idiot complained about me. He's stupid, and I told him he can't correct me, as I invented this language lineagely. Please stop. As head of HR, this isn't something we can tolerate. What even is HR, said Johnny? Haribo Rodeo? What does that mean, Johnny? The headmaster now had a notepad in his hand. You only need to write that down. It's all here. Johnny tapped his head really hard and then stood up. A slab of saurine fell from his pocket. You can have that if you want. It's not real butter, he said, exiting from the room. Johnny walked down the school corridor, kicking his heels. He put in his iPod, listening to the OC soundtrack, and wondering where in England California is, as it sounded fun. He spotted Raj with his parents in a classroom. Johnny watched them through the window. He checked his pockets. Damn, he didn't have any animals he could let loose on him. He punched the air, asking himself, Why didn't I sellotape a cobra to my chest when I had the chance? Raj locked eyes with Johnny. Johnny did that thing where you put two fingers to your eyes and then point them at the other person's eyes. Unfortunately, his fingers were too close to the glass and he basically knocked on the glass. Everyone looked up and he ducked. Unfortunately, the bottom of the door was also glass, so they saw him drop to the floor and crawl away. Phew, got away with that, mumbled Johnny to himself. He stopped by the snack machine to pick up four chunky Kit Kats that he would later melt with precision into a large four-finger Kit Kat. It felt like a chunky four-finger night for Johnny. There's nothing he liked more than being tucked up in bed with four chunky fingers to keep him company. The next morning he was awoken to a loud banging at the door. He checked his Sonic the Hedgehog clock and it was 9.16am. Mother, it's too early. I'll have my Crunchy Nut Choco Pops later, shouted Johnny. This is half Crunchy Nut Cornflakes and half Cocoa Pops, heated in the microwave for one minute. Breakfast perfection. No one answered his yell, so he got up and put on his kimono, slumping downstairs. It was the front door. He thought whoever was at the door must have been on an acid it was so early. Who is it? He whispered loudly. It's GC Plumbing. Was this a trap? Had the police caught up with Johnny for that time he accidentally searched how to poison a family member? He meant to search 
how to position a familiar mongoose, but autocorrect got the better of him. What do you want? Johnny said through the letterbox. To fix your tap, said the voice behind the door. What's so special about ours? Can't you fix someone else's? Johnny replied. Well, I could, but you asked us to fix yours. He could sense a man was getting cross, and the tap was indeed a bit wobbly. He opened the door hesitantly and let the man in. My mum's not home, but I know Kung Fu if you try to rape me, he said as the man went to the kitchen. I'm not going to rape you, I just need to fix your tap. Was this rape code words, thought Johnny? Fixing a tap to him sounded suspiciously like rape. Suddenly, the thoughts of rape disappeared as panic overcame Johnny. He had forgotten to feed his Tamagotchi for the last 14 years. So, there you have it. Um, if anyone would like to get in touch with me, you can drop me an email. It's markspodcast at hotmail.com. Uh, it's Mark with a K, because I'm not Greek. Um, yeah, feel free to email me, suggest something. Uh, I'm working on the next chapter before all the offers come flooding in. Um, so if you have any suggestions or anything you'd like to see, that's fine. Um, or you can tweet me, it's at Jurassic Mark, spelt wrongly. So J U R R A S I C, Mark with a K, not Greek. Um, yeah, get in touch. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? Um, yeah, so I don't really have anything else to say. Um, got a bit of a cold, so that's good. And I'll see you all later. Bye.